On this episode of the Faded Golf Podcast, John and I interview Brandon Snell, our new head professional at the Chatham Hills Club, and uh, we get into what it takes really to keep a golf course open right now. It's uh, it's obviously a challenging time, but we talk a lot about that, and then get a little bit into um, how Brandon came to be the head golf professional at Chatham Hills. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. Appreciate you uh, listening. I've got this one about two balls out to the right. I'm telling you, man, it's a speed putt. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 15 of season two of the Faded Golf Podcast. My name is Mark Julien. As always, I am joined by Mr. John Falkenberg. John, you still hitting golf balls there, or did you put the club down? I am getting ready to have a little chip. Oh, there you go. I heard it. Yeah, I heard it. And uh, I'm here. How you doing, sir? Uh, excellent, man. We, you and I were able to sneak out and, and grab a quick nine and some cool temperatures today here in Indiana. But uh, so that was fun. And uh, the, the best part, though, about our episode tonight is not talking about our golf today, but we've got our brand new golf pro at Chatham Hills uh, Golf Club, Mr. Brandon Snell on the episode tonight. Brandon, what's what's up, man? Not much, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. And uh, uh, sorry for the bad weather today, but man, I mean, people are so cooped up right now. They're you guys are the prime example. Everyone just wants to get out and enjoy it. Yeah, I, I, I we're we're gonna get into that as a topic today of the show, and uh, kind of everybody's thoughts on on uh, just being able to get out right now. You know, I mean, I think that's the whether you're walking the dog or trying to play a little golf or at least get some type of physical activity in. I think it's it's one of those things that in this crazy time right now, maybe it's keeping a little bit of sanity going. So uh, we luckily it only missed it on us, I think, on like the first hole. And then after that, we were pretty good. So that's awesome. People are going a little ape shit right now. Just I mean, it's like, but I mean, what's the difference of like being in Indiana in January? It's a, it's a fucking same thing. I mean, you're just stuck inside all the time. But I, think, I get it. You can go freedom. You can go out to eat. You can do all those things. I, I get it. But it's 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 not like – it's just – it feels like more of an extension of winter to yeah. me. Well, um, April it, April turns the corner here in Indiana. Brandon, where are you from originally? Originally, Maumee, Ohio, right outside of Toledo. Okay. Uh, on the south side of Toledo. Yeah, born and raised. So. Okay. We're building a project in Sylvania right now. Okay, up there. There you go. So you're familiar yes. with that, right? Yeah. Well, we'd be oh, opening, yeah. opening that up uh, this uh, this fall. So uh, yeah, Toledo market. What is it? Inverness up there? That's oh like yeah, the, yeah. That's yeah, a, that's the cream of the crop. Right. That's a freaking tremendous. It's hard. It's God. Those greens are fucking fast and hard. When's the last time you played it? Oh, they just God. did a renovation. I know. I think I played it before the renovation, so it probably was almost ten, seven to ten years ago. Now, what course? Inverness. They've played some senior championship. Have they played a PGA there too? Or they've played every single USGA event there. They've had US Open, okay, PGA US. Championship, yeah. everything. Yeah, um, it's been it's it's a cool track. I'm it's 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 just it's one of those where it's kind of like. It's it's older, but it's kind of like infilled, and I don't know. It's cool. It's just I don't know. And the the clubhouse is like just classic old. I don't know, dude. It's awesome. We we should get up there sometime, John. It's really cool. if we start turning this into something where we travel, that would be a cool spot for us to to go check out. But anyway, so okay, sure, Mr. Snell. Mr. Snell would probably be a gracious host if we could find a time slot to be available. I, I bet you he could get us in a in up there. Would be my guess. There you go. I mean, yeah. we can work our magic. Uh huh. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, so talk. Let let's let's get into uh, Brandon here and um, talk about. So, when was your first day <laughs> at Chatham? Oh, well, it drove up for two days just to meet with all the management staff and everything, just to kind of uh, lay, I guess, or I guess, get the ball rolling and yeah. let everyone know my vision of the golf operation. That was in like. Uh, mid beginning of February, like first week of February. Then okay, I started first week of February. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, then you started, started officially the when? day after Valentine's or actually like February 17th. Okay. So left Atlanta. I was down there and left Atlanta, drove up, had the weekend to kind of 
get my bearings straight and then hit the ground running Monday the 17th. So then like a month later, 30 days in golf course isn't open, of course, because it's, you know, still winter. You're just trying to get the shop probably ready and whatever. And then a month later, bam, oh, it breaks loose. Yeah. Like, okay, everybody pivot. What are we going to do? So, you know, just walk us through a little bit. And I know, you, I mean, there's obviously stuff that is business and business and you're going to keep it, but walk us through the conversations to a degree on when, when everything kind of like hit you guys um, as far as like, Oh my gosh, we got to protect the membership and we've got to change to adjust to, you know, obviously government regulations. Like what were the conversations like? Like how many people got in? I'm just, I'm super curious. Like, with, with it comes to like the staff and everybody getting together, like how did, how did that all happen? I mean, there's so many different ways I could go about that conversation, uh, whether it be the Indiana PGA, which they've been incredible through this entire thing. And yeah. we actually had a um, big conference call where there were 162 uh, people on the phone call, all yeah. pros from all over the state, just talking about what all we need to do um, to kind of stay within regulations. And, uh-huh for the safety of our members and our staff as well. Sure. So, but there's been that. And then as far as the management staff there at Chatham and everything, and they've been unfreaking believable. Yeah. Just as far as making sure everyone's safe and, but still getting the job done uh, for the members. I, and I, I think like what's, what's cool about what you guys are able to do. And I, maybe I kind of feel some parallels to a degree because we're still an essential business because we provide housing for what we do. And, you, you know, like you just were kind of alluding to though, you, you're walking this line of you, you're trying to make sure your guests are safe. And you're also obviously focused on your staff and your team. And I like, it is, it, it's, it's a lot of conversations, right? It's a lot of meetings. Like how do we make sure that everybody's clean, everybody's safe, everybody's kind of coming and going, but, because the, the last thing you want, obviously, is to, to get things out of hand um, with your operations, right? Exactly. And, man, it's like we've got two to three Zoom conference calls with our whole management team because we've probably got half our management team here at the club because we live close and um, still no contact really with a whole lot of people. So I will stay safe that way. But then still there's half of us that whether they're more prone to this uh, virus or it's just that comfort level too. Well, I think, you know, one thing, I think one thing I'd like to just back up a bit, because I know everybody wants to talk about this, but Brandon, if you could give us like, you know, where you came from, I know you said you you were at Atlanta country club, but you were at a place where I met you before at um, Meridian Hills. Where were you at before? Could you skip a little background? Yeah, sure. We, like how we kind of jumped into, into his qu- what what's transpired over the past. Yeah, month, that's fine. We it's can, a, yeah, everybody. Yeah, everybody. Everybody. Why don't you give us a, yeah, so, give us a quick synopsis of Brandon Snell and how how you came to be the head pro at uh, Chatham? Uh well, I guess a quick story about it. Born and raised in Maumee, Ohio, right outside Toledo. Um, had a passion for golf, and then um, went on to play collegiate golf at. Trine University up in Angola, yeah. Indiana, formerly Tri-State. Yeah. Um, but grew up playing hockey. Wanted to get out of that because injury and whatnot. And I don't know. I just had more of a passion for golf. So took that a little more seriously. Uh, sounds, then had the opportunity to play familiar. college golf. Sounds familiar. <laughs> exactly. And there you've got – I mean, I went to Trine, spent four years, probably four of the best years of my life. And as most college um, students would say, right? Right. But – um. After that, I was fortunate enough to go work for Todd Firestone at Fort Wayne Country Club. Yeah. Kind of a crazy nine months I spent there and then started looking for some jobs down in Florida for the winter. And then uh, fortunately enough, he was, I guess, uh, recruited for the opportunity to become the head golf professional at Meridian Hills. And he said, no, you're coming with me. So him and I move in to shoot. We moved into Jack Barber's house. Um, and him and I lived in Jack Barber's house for uh, our first month down at Meridian and stayed down there, was at Meridian for two years. Then through that whole Jack Barber, Todd Firestone connection, I uh, was fortunate enough to go work for Scott Schroeder uh, down at Atlanta Country Club. Um, Atlanta. How long were you? How long were you at? Uh, for two Hills? years from 
2017. Okay. okay. So I was, yeah, there for two years and then went down to Atlanta, um, which Atlanta Country Club, holy moly, what a place and so much hidden history that a lot of people don't know about. Like they hosted the first ever players championship right. where Jack Nicholas won in 74. Then they were on tour from 66 to 96, um, which was the Atlanta Classic, which turned into the Bell South Classic. Yep. Um, and so you have all sorts of guys that won there. John Daly, uh, Larry Nelson, Kelvin Pete. So it's been. Did 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 Bobby Jones grow up playing? Um, no. Um, Where was he at in Atlanta? So East Lake, I want to say. I'm almost positive. Okay. Okay. And then you've got that whole connection with uh, Atlanta golf. I mean, Holy cow, well, what Georgia a place to go golf. and play some golf. Exactly. <laughs> golf, I mean. Exactly. There's, I mean, well, yeah. did you get, hold on, hold on. Did you get a connection to go play a little east of you? Two um, <laughs> east two hours and 30 minutes at Sage Valley, but not, not <laughs> Augusta, <laughs> not the Natty. Did you ever play the uh, Palmetto or, yeah, is that right? Was it, I didn't, man. No? I, I stayed a, a lot of Atlanta, yeah. a lot of Atlanta golf. I the only time I really traveled a whole lot to play in any tournaments or anything went over and played in the Georgia Open okay. uh, over at Ford Plantation, which I mean that's an incredible place itself. Yeah. And um, I'm sure you played East Lake. Yeah, East yeah. Lake, Peachtree, which Peachtree's I heard Peachtree is phenomenal. I've heard that. I mean, phenomenal. so you played, but you played yeah. Sage Valley. Oh, how was that? Yeah, that was no, it's it's crazy, and I get. What's it look like? Does it look like yeah. Augusta? Um, I to to a different extent. You've got some of those features, but it's definitely not Augusta. But yeah. I mean, the condition, just the overall wow factor you get there. It's like, where am I right now? And yeah. like before we even teed off, they're like, first of all, we want to apologize for the course conditions, and we played it in the middle of summer. It's like a <laughs> hundred and five. It feels like an oven in there. Yeah, and we buzz around real quick. But man, it was just one of the coolest golf courses I've ever played. Awesome. 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 So, so grew up hockey player, decided golf is going to uh, not injure you as much. I felt the same at about the age of 14. Um, I got slammed into the boards enough times. I think it, in my uh, eighth, when I was in eighth grade that I was like, yeah, this isn't flying for me anymore. <laughs> I thought I was going to become a basketball player, but I realized I was slow white and can't jump. And, um, but made the golf team freshman year. So it sounds like we have a similar path other than you're still a golf pro and I'm just some amateur 43 year old <laughs> dude trying to win the club championship. So there's a little well, difference hey. there. <laughs> I mean, I, I heard, I heard about your round last year. So, Oh, Oh, you, oh God. All right. People have already said, talked about that. That's, uh, you know, yeah, I, I, won't, John, I won't mention names, but he's from South I never, Africa. I've ne- I'm, oh, okay. Yeah, Mr. I've never Graham heard about it. Okay, so Graham. Yeah. Oh, actually, Cohen actually mentioned that to me. Uh, he yeah, he lives he, across the street from me. So yeah, good I was over on the range with him the other day. He's, been he's awesome. awesome. Can, oh, he's he's a trip, man. He's one of the funniest guys you'll ever meet, um, and and one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet too, by the way. But uh, he's uh, we've had him on the pod. He's he's a great dude. He's got some some great stories and some history there. But yeah, so yeah, me Graham. Uh, Mr. Falkenberg, who we were with sexy too. Yeah. We were with Mr. Seston. Um, and, uh, a lot of birdies were made that day. A lot of birdies were made that day. We get, never heard yeah, about never this heard story. It. I can barely remember it. But, never but heard the it. downside was well, there are two downsides to this one. One, it was just a friendly <laughs> round. And then the second, the second part of this that kind of sucks is that we were playing from the blue tees. So, you know, it's one of those where I, I don't feel as though, it, while it might be a low round at the club, there's nothing for me to write home about with it. Yeah, that's like that's like my low. When I was at Meridian playing in men's league, I just blacked out one time and shot 29 on the front and just Ooh. went bananas. But it was, again, it was from those up tees. But, I mean, you've still yeah. got to golf your ball. I I remember I remember you coming and playing with us on the second nine. Uh Brandon, <laughs> with with uh, Broderick, and I think it was uh, God, who's his buddy? Out Steve there McGovern. He plays with no um, name. Some other uh, dudes. It's the dude he always plays with that just crushes Bud Light. Oh, I will. You got about Cannot... fifty three of those out there. <laughs> dude, he drinks more Bud Light. He drinks more Bud Light than <laughs> I can't remember his name. But you came out there, and you guys had just gotten back oh, boy. to Vegas. 
you do. <laughs> I won't go into a huge amount of detail, but you guys. Oh, yeah, Vegas is always a good time. What? And, and I, and I think you're you were their definitely their their favorite assistant professional. Oh my gosh, dude! They, they called me semi pro after that. <laughs> I know. I, they, I, I mean, know the I, I, the, as soon as I found out, you I remember because I actually I know Derm, and we've obviously we Derm's been on the show plenty, and Derm Derm's Derm. But man, he 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 couldn't sing your praises enough when he said, "Dude, you guys have got an awesome guy coming in." So, um, was Derm? Was yeah, Derm a member he had at, he had just joined. just joined. Yes, that was well um, well before well before the he story behind there, it. I would guess. <laughs> the the story behind Semi Pro. Oh my gosh! I was so fun, but no, I so. Kevin Broderick over there, and then his brother Adam. They're pretty big in the club. I think Adam's like yeah, yeah, president he, of the he's board. He's club president right now. I think the maybe the friend you might be talking about is Jason. Yep. Oh, that's it. Yep. Yep. That was it. <laughs> was uh, that was oh, a yeah. fun back nine, and uh, uh, they had yeah they definitely sang your praises, and I think um, when I told him, when I told Kevin, hey, we got snow coming over he's like oh you're lucky guy you guys are a lucky group so we're pumped yeah. to have well, you thank you congratulations thank you i appreciate kinda, it we skipped real quick to how did you transition but i'm glad we were able to backtrack a little bit and get a little story and congratulations welcome yeah. to the club I, and we'll get through this i mean we'll get through this bullshit i mean it's just uh, it, I, mean, I, sh- I shouldn't say bullshit it's serious for people i get it but it's just the weirdest freaking thing and then, especially for people here in Indiana, I mean, you could not put a damper on the sports, especially for me and Mark, that what we love so much with March Madness, the Masters, everything. This this is the time of year that's just like it's like it's everything for sports wise. And and then Indiana, where it, you know sports are turning. Then I also coach at Westfield High School golf, and that's canceled. And we're starting doing everything normally at this time now. So. You know, we'll get through it, and hopefully, you know, come May, June, we get back in some normalcy of, you know, golf tournaments and can get some – I mean, because w- right now, I mean, what are we on a lockdown till? I think this whole thing saying April – Well, April 30th week, was the weeks. president say, had said that we're still on stuff. Like, yeah, national stand na- National, you know, self-isolation kind of stuff, you know, minimal travel – essential business only so and golf um, yeah and so um you know i I think we we've got our challenges so that that poses a question so obviously we roll into somewhat of a tournament schedule at the club brandon how how does that impacted how you guys have done any of your planning um over the next month or two well and see that's the other thing that i'm actually working on um as we speak I'll be sending an email out to you guys. We have canceled all of our April events. Sure. We're, we're hoping to potentially start back to normal May 1. Okay. But well, I, 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 I officially, I think it's smart. I think that's. Yeah, we're just. I think that's smart, but it's, it's a, I think it's even May 1. I'll be, dude, if this yes, happens, I'll be Same here. Smart. But we're well, just we trying have, to stay optimistic with it. I mean, yeah. The, uh, the uh, the board members of the players club uh, w- were able to chat today, and we've determined that we are also postponing our April uh, Calcutta event, two man Calcutta event, to another date. We have yet to figure out when that'll be, but we're that was an April event that we had had planned, and we're going to postpone that as well. Just didn't obviously seem right to get together, guys, and play some type of a tournament this month for sure. Even though I know we're still able to play golf. You guys are making me so sad that I just another <laughs> Buffalo Trace. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I, it's, it's a weird time. It's a weird time. So um, one of the things that I wanted to talk about today, too, obviously you've gone through uh, a tremendous uh, transition and, and growing in your career, which is, is, is fantastic. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about, before we get into, you know, just our thoughts on, I guess, the world of golf, but um, – Tell us about your uh, 
your game, I guess you could say. I kind of wanted to learn a little bit about your game. And you said you'd played, obviously, in like the Georgia Open and some things like that. You know, where where has your game been at its best? Where is your game today? I'd kind of like to just get a snapshot of, of where your game is, Brandon. Um, shoot, honestly, throughout college, um, it was solid, but you know, as every college player is, everyone just wants to hit the ball far. Um, and I didn't really learn how to truly, truly play golf until, uh, after I graduated and man, it kills me every single day thinking about it (laughs) and just stupid tournaments and whatnot and what things could have been done. But, uh, you know, that's life and that's golf. Um, that's, that's why we love this game. Um, but, yeah, I've been fortunate enough to qualify for a few things. Nothing crazy. Uh, the Georgia Open was definitely probably one of the coolest experiences that kind of that I've been through. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, didn't miss the cut. There was a, it was a shit show, to say the least, um, <laughs> with the rain delays and whatnot and having to come back at 6 o'clock a.m., hitting Ooh. range balls uh, under the lights to get ready to be in our starting positions at, like, daybreak. Um, just so we could get our last couple of holes in to see if we make the freaking cut. Like it was miserable, but, um, had some family in town. So unfortunately missed the cut, but was able to celebrate and make a little vacation out of it. So, yeah, no, it was, it was a good time, but that was, uh, probably one of the, I'd say the highlights, um, even though it wasn't that great, but just being in that field with some of those players of such, uh, oh, cut, line. cut line was like three over. Uh, yeah. your your winner shot like I think fourteen under for four rounds. Wow. So he was a he was a stick mini tour player. <laughs> wow! But no, it was it was awesome. And just there's so many good players in the state of Georgia. Um, so you've got like obviously Texas is incredible. Um, Georgia's pretty dang good too. But um, I mean, as far as other tournaments go, nothing else crazy. It was it was fun able being able to compete within the state stuff and. We even had an assistance division down there in Georgia and just shooting the shit with the guys. And honestly, a lot of those tournaments felt like choose-ups, and those were honestly the most fun, like being able to get out on those Mondays and go just play around the golf and trying to make as many birdies as you can, just going after everything. Sure. Um, as the just, old... like, just like Falkenberg does every round. Exactly. Hey, layups are for basketball. That's right, man. That's right. Exactly. That's right. No shit. When are we going out? Us three. We need to get this plan. So, as soon as Brandon can figure out how to play golf beyond the par three course, I think we could probably do oh, that. Oh, hey, easy. Um, <laughs> I mean, I already told my other professional staff this. Since we canceled all our tournaments in uh, April, well, my goal first off was get us playing out with the playing with the members more. So, absolutely. I mean, I mean, th- throughout April, I mean, let's do it since we have a whole lot we, of nothing going on well, we, uh, outside we, of planning. We just said today I think we've got a standing Tuesday nine-hole game with the guy, the, you know, the neighbors. So we're going to try to do something on Tuesday evenings um, at 5.30 moving forward and, uh, you know, with the neighbors. So you guys are more than welcome to join us for nine holes then. And then, yeah, if we can squeeze in whatever we can, be awesome. I think a lot of us are working from home and trying to be flexible with our time and, Honestly, I'm I'm getting more done at home right now than I probably did getting interrupted at the office all day or having to sit in meetings a ton. So um, I'm more efficient than I've ever been in the last two weeks, which is awesome. But uh, yeah, should be we should we should get out there. Should be fun. What's the best? What do you think the best part of your game is? Generally uh, speaking, I mean, I'll swing at the golf ball. I'll. I may not. I may not I'll, know where I'll it's going, that. but <laughs> for the most so, part. He gets the he so he gets the you, right shoulder. So is right. he out there with, that with is the Johnny? Yeah. Uh yeah. Yeah. When I saw when I saw you hit um back in Marin Hills, but I think it was like the first couple of drives were like, wow, I was like and then the next one ended up like hey, three fairways over. Easy. Like hey, left. it's a that's a tight course. I mean you can easily miss. Sometimes <laughs> it's true. it's a better angle. I, I I get I get one hey. fairway, but it was like it was the second one over. It was, but it but when you hit it that far, if you miss a little bit, my dad just, always said anybody can score from their own fairway. It's all about those guys that can play from another fairway. I mean, those are the players. Biasteros, he freaking mastered that shit. Yeah. Playing from anywhere. Yeah, he 
Yeah, he can hit. So he when he says it's a when he's saying it's a Johnny, he's referencing his you, brother-in-law who can who can probably hit Johnny. farther than anybody at yeah. our club. That's who I was playing with on uh, Saturday morning. Yep, yep. So, yeah, that dude, that dude smokes the ball. If I can keep up with him, I'm I'm ha- real happy. But it doesn't happen most of the time. Um, dude, I hate smoking God, the ball right now. I, I mean, he's on the first hole, team. he just freaking piped one today. Just absolutely piped one. Hey, ask Pate about when uh, him and I were hitting drivers on the driving range. Were you just vomiting past him? I'll let him <laughs> tell you the were. story. Yeah, you probably were. Hey, what? Well, like all I all I know is I still <laughs> how many yards? Like I like like thir- twenty thirty yards. So I but he I did get him in the blind draw and I won twenty bucks. So that that worked out well. well there you go. Um, back to uh. So back to the whole topic of obviously. So you guys went through a whole process between the Indiana PGA, whatever IGA, whatever, um, uh, talking about what you can do to keep obviously courses safe. Our, our neighboring states, Illinois, shut down. I believe Ohio is shut down. You know, so, what, yeah, some of Ohio, and they did reopen a little bit. Um, did they? Okay. Uh, yeah, I've got a family member that's up at Inverness, and he was telling me a little bit, and they're still allowing carts, but still one person per cart. It's okay. kind of a hit or miss as far as that as far as that category goes. Yeah. So, I mean, what what to me? What are your thoughts? I mean, I, I can I can totally I can side either way to be honest with you, and I've. I've gotten on our Twitter account and I've kind of like tried to make arguments for why I think you should be able to play, but I can see why um, people have still shut it down because uh, there, there's a trust issue. And so like our neighboring suburb, just to the South of us, Carmel Mm -hmm. for, for like 48 hours shut down golf courses mainly because People are like, oh, golf courses are open. I'm going to treat this as usual. And I think that's where a lot of states or at least some areas have done that. And even the UK has basically said, nope, it ain't happening. Um, you know, John, I, I, you and I have had this conversation. You know, I, I, my stance is, is that it's no different than going on a walk, but every now and then swinging a stick at, some, at a rock or something like that. Um, but I, I also get it in that, if people are treating it like a uh, like the social event, it usually is where you're getting along with your, you're hanging out with your buddies and drinking beers afterwards and stuff. It, it's definitely not that. Is that what your guys' feeling is right now? Is that golf shouldn't be what it used to be? It has to be a little bit different. Yeah, it definitely has to be a little bit different at this point in time. Like, and that's another point that we kind of made a decision on because when we were looking at our schedule we're like okay all these events are tea times and it's like you have 100 120 guys together um i mean that's just a no-no for this whole situation going on right now but when i look at it like when we have our men's best ball tournament that's tea times i'm like hey no matter what's going on let's still do it because we've got tea times once you're done turn your scorecard and get out of here yeah and leave yeah exactly it's like Granted, I love that portion of it when all the guys are just shooting the shit with each other after right. the round and talking about every single shot that they hit or missed and no one else wants to hear about it. But, <laughs> but like, let's be real. It's, I don't know, it's, it's golf and it's, we all go, use yeah. it as like a way to get away and everything. And it's, it's kind of our passion. It's, yeah, it's your mental escape. I mean, that, John, I mean, John literally, so John has a place in Florida. We've done the last few podcasts with him calling in from there and he belongs to a club down there and they shut his down because one of the members um, was being tested for the virus. And you know, he was like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to come home because I can't play golf because I, I do. I think it's one of those things where it's, it's, it's something we enjoy doing. It's something that is part of our exercise. It's part of our routine. And if we feel like we can fit it in, you fit it in. Uh, did they did they open it back up? Yeah, they they re yeah they reopened it. Actually, I think it was today they reopened it back up. I mean, the what happened is the guy texted uh, another member since I have the coronavirus, and then one of the board members uh, called 
that person directly and said, what, what's going on? And they're like, oh, I went and got a test. Um, they're like, what do you mean? You, you told somebody in a text right here, it says you have Corona. No, he <laughs> goes, I haven't got my results back yet. So he was exhibiting symptoms. He went and got tested. But for precautionary measures, it's, you know, oh, anything yeah. down in Florida, it's older people in the club. So they shut, they shut it down. And uh, they reopened back today. But down there, like, you can't really say, hey, yeah, no cards. Because, you know, they – bunch of old people. Um, and then uh, and then uh, the food to go so, – but they reopened it. So, you know, we'll see. And there's nobody that's actually yeah. been tested positive inside the club. And, you know, I probably would have stayed down there if it would have stayed open just because the you know, weather was phenomenal and, you know, was, I'll just keep playing golf down there. But I, I'm, I'm glad to be back. I'm seeing this week. Hey, you can still play golf here. I'm getting outside. I don't, the weather's well, we not that done. bothersome to me. Even today. Well, it's a, it, it's a slippery slope. At the end of the bad. day, it's a slippery slope. I think anybody who is going out and playing um, golf realizes that they could, could be judged for going and, you know, possibly crossing paths with another human that they aren't isolating with. Um, uh, but to me, of all the sports of which it's the easiest to social distance from, like I've gotten a lot closer to people at the grocery store in the past couple of weeks than I have on the golf course. And by and the that's way, not, and that's not because you hit it farther than anyone else at the golf course. Either. Correct. correct. And, 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 and also by the way, um, I, you know, Everybody I've played with in this past week has been isolating themselves from basically anybody and social distancing and really protecting themselves for at least two weeks now. And so there, there's part of this where, um, yeah, if, if I was a doctor or a nurse or if I was somebody who is really out in, in part of like an essential business where I wasn't working from home and, um, and I was like, you know what? I've got a day off. I'm going to go play golf now and essentially subject my peers or my neighbors or whoever to whatever I've been exposed to because I put myself in that environment for the past week. I could totally see judgment there in that, hey, you've been working in the central business and now you're trying to mingle with others. That seems kind of odd, but with. <laughs> I'd play with but, him. But... I just would. I'd play with him. I would. I mean, he's not going to. I'm just telling you where I I can see the judgment coming from that. But where I think we're, especially because we're in a golf neighborhood and everybody we know has basically the, the, the only place they maybe have gone to is they've gotten some carry out food a couple times and they've maybe run to the grocery store or target or something like that. Um, and, uh, well, I think I think so. I was at Fresh Market yesterday with Sherry, and I saw a couple of healthcare workers come in, and they were wearing masks. I think they would almost need to do the same thing if they were playing golf, like just wear a mask. I mean, it's not gonna it's not gonna impede their golf swing or anything. Just wear a mask. I would. I'd be okay. fine. I'm, you don't have I'm, to touch them. I'm, I'm no doctor. Stay away. Six I'm feet. not gonna claim I'm, to I'm, I'm uh, know anything about the details of how this virus spreads or how this virus uh, obviously impacts a lot of people. Um, But if they're telling you, you can go outside and they're telling you that you can social distance and they're telling you to, if you're sick to stay home, then if, if, if everybody you are potentially even remotely crossing paths with is also following those same guidelines and you feel confident in that, I'm okay with it. And um, if we even got to the point, and I don't know, Brandon, if you guys have talked about this, but if we even got to the point where you're like, hey, you can only play in twosomes max and and or uh, people you are currently self-isolating with, I'd be comfortable with that, too. You know, yeah, where... and it, it, yeah. And if it comes to that point, I think we will make more precautionary measures like that. Yeah. But... I mean, man, this thing's starting to get a little bit more and more serious, even though it, it obviously it is serious, but even more so uh, with every day. Well, they're talking about, like the governor yesterday talked about this, this upcoming surge, and I think they're looking at it, obviously, as they look at New York and some of these other metro markets 
And they're saying that by like next weekend or a week from today, even we're going to start to see the peak of cases in Indiana um, or possibly a surge of cases. And I could totally see like you guys saying, Hey, you know what? We're going to pause for a week or you can go out and play by yourself or with your family, but we're, you know, we're not allowing, you know, random foursomes anymore. I could see you guys taking that position and I don't think I'd be offended by it. Yeah. And if, if we were to make any move first, honestly, just with uh, other what we've heard from other clubs, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm surprised we haven't, but I would see us moving away from guest play. Sure. Because especially with a neighborhood yeah, I mean, course like we have, right? I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Where first, it's like a yeah. I thought that would be already done now. I really did. I thought that'd already be done now, but. I still think, though, if you know, even we see a surge in cases, I, I, I don't, I don't think there's a reason unless there's a direct threat of like in the neighborhood where like several people have it and they're going out and playing, they're not self quarantining, like people aren't following the rules. I mean, still, when you're going out playing golf, in the way that we got it set up now, I mean, you're, you're not doing anything to like really have a, a reason to get you know, no. touched or near somebody where you could get affected. I just, I mean, you gotta, you, you gotta get sometimes there's some, there's gotta be some point to where you say, okay, look, this is kind of getting insane. Like it's, it, it's, it, it's a bad, it's a bad virus. None of us want it, but let's be honest. Like who's the most people walking, playing golf. Let's like actually going out and hit. Well, like Definitely that age? young, that younger generation. Yeah, that. So there, that's and I'm not. In, but so if you feel like, hey, I'm in a in a in a uh, a category where the president and then also the the his scientists and all they say like you're in this category of like you could be, you know, in a position where hey. I could get this a lot easier than the younger people or well, and hey, my, my was on an email string this past week, pushing to reinstate golf in Carmel. And, um, but he hasn't gone out himself because he feels he's in a ri- at risk category for where he doesn't want to get it. So even though he would, even though he was in support Smart. of essentially reopening the golf courses, he 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 himself is you know refraining from going out there and playing, and I you know so like you're like you said it's 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 personal decisions, um, and it's fine. And I think if you create some boundaries or you create some rules, um, people can be smart. And and do we need to have like some additional boundaries and and do I mean what I heard at what what was going on at like a couple courses in Carmel, a couple public courses in Carmel where the reason like they'd shut it down is because they basically, it was like a bunch of dudes being like, Hey, play as usual, you know, carts pounding beers after the round, hanging out and, you know, obviously not following the the protocol, but you know, as long as you have some, some rules and then as long as people that feel as though, Hey, you know, I don't want to be anywhere near that. Okay. That's your choice. That's great. Good for you. Well, yeah, but your but your but your father-in-law has the right mentality. That's this over like exagger. There is an exaggeration and I think an overreaction here. But your father-in-law, like, look, he's in that category. He's above sixty-five. You know, I don't. I mean, he's a healthy guy. Besides that, but he's above sixty-five. Like, you have a way bigger chance to like be in serious yeah. uh, condition if you get the virus. So it's like, look. Most people out going to walk. I think we made a great decision here. It's like you're not using the golf carts, Brandon. I think you guys have done a great job. Not using the golf carts. Not using the push carts. Go home. You go out. You go play. You know, and the people that could, the people that could be in contact with each other, with each other, are relatively young. You're probably going to be okay if you do get it. Your the, the the stats say is like it's going to be mild symptoms. So and I you know, and I, I'm I okay and to and to show a little bit know, of empathy, I just, which I have very little of, but I will show a little bit of empathy here. Um, if in the scenario in which I think we find out that any one of our members has it, 
and they have been playing or they're doing stuff, I think the club would totally shift and pivot and be like, okay, fine. You know what? Shut it down. We're totally comfortable. But I think part of maybe, and maybe this is just my mindset, not that I feel like we're protected, but if you compare us to other metro areas and things like being this northern suburb of Westfield, not that we're completely like secluded or shielded from any of this, but the because I know all my neighbors essentially have been locked down for two weeks, I know we're we're doing a better job than maybe some other areas at at really staying away and playing our part and separating. So uh, it it's a slippery slope. I, I get it. It's a slippery slope, but I I, I do feel like it's it's also kind of our position john and whether it be with this show and why i'm glad you're able to join us brandon to say hey you know what um yes it's open right now but continue to be smart right exactly yeah hey but look let's just like brandon let's be honest like you're it, a young dude this does not scare you that much i mean it threatens it, it just i've talked to guys in like your your age guys where i mean mark are still relatively young guys so we're not that scared either um but i've talked to a lot of people that are younger just i have people on my team that work for me and they're just they're not scared they don't they'd be the first guy or first gal to go to the bar the next day to go get a a beer at the pint room in carmel and and be totally okay with it if they said hey the bars are open i i just i i think the the threat is to like our the people that have conditions or they're older yep. and i'm totally cool with that and i want to protect them it's, so i just i just want to figure out a way like or i wish there was a way i just want to figure out a way like how does this move forward because this shit no. does is not gonna yeah did i cut out go away and no you're fine you're fine we just keep oh, we just bad, keep talking we just keep talking we just keep talking and but, don't um, let you uh yeah definitely uh damn i lost my train of thought all about young people uh yeah just with how many how much stuff's coming out on even social media about these young people that are active and stuff starting to get it it's starting to make me a little bit more self-aware of who i'm being close to and kind of trying to stay away from more and more people as we go and now luckily that today that i got my own place i'm like i'm i'm fine with this i'm gonna kind of take my precautions a little bit more seriously and only kind of be around those people that I need to be around. Yeah. I, I, I think it's still smart. I think it's a smart move. So I looked at, but I, I looked at the stats today in Indiana for like fatality rates and, you know, like percentage of people that are getting this, the testing positive and like Mark, there's zero in our category of deaths. In Indiana, yeah, and there's zero in your category, uh, Brandon. Um, there's actually one death in like 30 or 39 range. I have no idea if they had a pre-existing condition. Everything else is, you know, the 50 and above, and 65 and above. It's in then 80 is like if you're above 80, I guess it's bad. But people don't understand. It's like when a flu, like a bad flu hits, like you, or like gets in like a nursing home or something, like people above 75 or 80. Like they lose a third of the people in there, they, like a third. They're, they 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 pass away if they if there's some kind of infection, and you know we're we're talking about a high number of deaths here this year. I I get it, but do you know in 2017 we had 80 like 3,000 deaths in this exactly. country from the flu. Yeah, you didn't hear shit. You're nothing. You didn't hear well anything. exactly. It's crazy. Yeah, Eighty three thousand deaths from the flu. That's, I hey hey John, we're we're gonna have I heard shit. that too, just in in passing and whatnot when all this stuff was going crazy, and it's like people would kind of shake that off, but because they don't, I don't know, with media and everything and how much attention's gotten, that's what I think everyone's just going absolutely crazy about. Yeah, well. And we'll, we could have more with this. We could have more. I've it's seen not it. happened yeah. yet. And, Mark, I know I've seen the projections. I know what you're going to say. What, but, but they're it projecting does, now 100,000, and that's even after all the precautions we've taken. So, you know, it like I said, all of this is a slippery slope, right? I think 
uh, us being in kind of this suburban Midwest, we're probably we're probably more secluded. Yes, hear me. Yeah, we can. Okay, no, um, I can hear you for there for a second. Oh, all right, yeah, sorry. Uh, but you know, we're probably a little bit more secluded from obviously the the largest impacted areas. And and I realize that when they throw out the hundred thousand or plus number, that a bulk of it is going to come from is Mark still here? Metro area. You're not hearing anything, huh? All right. Well, I can, yeah, I can, I can hear, you. hear you. I can I can hear you though. Um, you yeah. Can you, you hear me? Hear me? Yep. Is Mark still here? Do you guys hear me? Yep. Yeah, I can hear you. He, he no. Brandon, can you hear me? I'm still here. So you can you hear Mark? Mark talk. No, that's weird. All right. So Brandon's not hearing and me. Come back. He's not hearing you. It's weird. You don't have to. We're gonna wrap up here in a second. Um No, he said he said you didn't have to. Yeah, too wrap up in a second. <laughs> you don't need to hear Mark talk anyway. Well, <laughs> um <laughs> I'll let John wrap up because you, you can actually hear him. Well, so. hey, Brandon, like, no, Mark. So I'm gonna have I'm gonna let Brandon go, but we'll wrap up with just our talk. So, Brandon, hey, buddy, we really appreciate you just hopping on here for this call. We're gonna have you on here more than once. So, um, you know, we look forward to just you know having you here as our head golf professional, Mark and I. We love. Chatham Hills, of course, and we get involved. And Mark was one of the uh, guys that you know got the TPC going, and I think he came to you and explained what we're doing. But you know, I think once we get through all this stuff, I think we'll, we'll we'll have some good times. But let's try to put something on the schedule. You know, in the next couple weeks here, where me, you, and Mark, and no, you know, absolutely, like, anytime April, man, you, you name the date, and we'll make it happen. No, but thank you guys so much. Appreciate you having me and. I uh, look forward to uh, this okay. upcoming season when it officially starts. I can't wait to get started <laughs> with y'all. For sure, for sure. Yeah. And in the next, in the next one we'll do. Yeah. Let's, let's plan on. No, absolutely. Thank you guys. Do the pod Thanks, in person. Man. So See ya. appreciate Bye. it, Brand man. Thanks. Right. Thanks, bud. I'm Bye. still here, man. I'm still here. Um, Mark, yeah, that kind of that was kind of a on, bummer where we he lost me, but. Uh, you, you, Brand, you. Brand, that was kind of odd. Brand. Yeah. Um, it yeah. was weird. That was weird. All good. I felt like it was a translator. Hey, you know, hey, it was still, it was still good. Good pod, bud. I mean, look, I think, you know, I, I'm just not, I'm not going to be politically correct on our podcast. I don't give a shit. Like, I know that me and you, the way we're thinking about this, we care about other people. We care about, like, you know, your father-in-law, your father, my parents. But I, I, I'm just, I'm still baffled on, like, the way that we've reacted to this. So, you yeah, know, have we have we, have we we overreached? I don't know. Maybe not. I mean, maybe it's the right thing I, to do. I think there's a, there's I a, think there's a lot um, of hurt to a degree. Uh, there's, there's a bit of a balance here, and there's a lot of back and forth. And I don't, there's, like, a lot of stages of where your mind is on this and so for me um you know how i go outside of my home and how i stay in my home and how i interact and how i watch the media or not watch the media or whatever it is um those are things that you know i that honestly they they go through my head more often than they probably have and, and I think those are the challenges that we're just going to continue to go through and, uh, the challenges that our minds are going to like, you know, believe or not believe or whatever it is. But I, I also feel like it is hitting closer to home, um, as we hear and see more stories. And so where I'm, uh, maybe I, I wouldn't even call it politically correct. I'm trying to make sure that I'm as educated as I possibly can before I start uh, talking about things, but I do think you can social distance yourself and play golf. Um, I don't think that that is something that isn't realistic to do. And that, that was kind of my main point today was that um, I think it is totally possible to social distance yourself and play golf. And uh, um, so basically kind of follow the rules, but also be able to get out. So 
that's kind of where I'm at with it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, did you like that? That was, dude. You sound like a politician. That's <laughs> like you were so, you were so good. Like you, you pleased everybody there. I, 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 I agree. Like everything you said, and in yeah. in the way that I, I've done all the right things, I thought. You know, maybe I've done a couple things that, like, look, could that be a little bit of an issue? But I, I just, I, I can't imagine, like, like it's, living like this for. It's it's going to be a tough month. You know, it just it, it's, it's going to be a tough month. It just seems, it's good, it's, but it's, it's going to be crazy. a tough month. It's I, crazy. I think we're going to haul. I'm okay with them. Have, unfortunately, okay over the next month. couple of weeks, I think we're all going to have some weird realizations and mindsets and some different things that happen to us, and maybe there's going to be some personal impact where it uh, it hits home to some others. And I agree. And, and beyond the income depress side a lot of it, people, you know, I mean, there's obviously a lot of people out of work people. right now and that's challenging. And um, there's the economics of, of it all, but at the same time, there's also the, the health of it all. And I think that's the kind of stuff that uh, until it impacts you personally, it's hard to get your head wrapped around it. So um, at any rate, I, we've, this this one probably got a little bit more serious toward the end, uh, and I'm glad. Well, it, it, you're right. Everything's well, serious. What, I'm, I'm glad what that we were able to talk right to Come on. Um, our pro who came into kind of a situation in which uh, he probably didn't envision, and um, but I, I think they're doing a great job with what they're doing, and I'm excited to get out and play around golf with him as well, and get to know him a little bit better. And yeah, we should do that. But with that, I'm going to wrap up this episode. Um, And uh, appreciate you being on. Brandon, thanks for being on. And uh, with that, go out there, hit more greens. You'll score better, folks. We'll see you.